Hey, everybody. Welcome to part four of our seven resorts in seven days series. Today, we're going to be talking about Disney's Beach Club Resort. Coming up next, from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 781 for March 19th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited help you understand all your options when booking one of Disney's all-inclusive vacation packages. Just visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table by my good friends, Dustin West. Hello. Jenny Lindop. Kathy Whirling, <laughs> Corey Martin, back in the production nook, Craig Williams, and joining us via Skype, our good friend Will Perry out in Indianapolis. Hello. So, uh, very excited to actually talk about the Beach Club because this was one that I wasn't really looking forward to going into our hmm. seven and seven. I've never been a huge fan of the Beach Club, not because there's anything wrong with it, it just never appealed to me. Just, you know, wasn't one of those resorts that got me excited. Um, but I will say, I will say this. That changed after this stay. And we're huh. going to go into why. I want to hear why. We're going to go into why in just a little bit. Um, first, a little detail about the resort. Opened November 19th, 1990, just two weeks after its sister resort, the Yacht Club, opened. It is designed by famed architect Robert A.M. Stern and inspired by coastal New England at the turn of the 20th century. A total of 576 guest rooms, about 400 square feet each, and located on Crescent Lake, right next to the Yacht Club, as well as across from the Boardwalk Resort and the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resorts. Um, Before we go into too much on the Beach Club, we have a little video package we want to play, so we'll go ahead and do that now. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about our about our experience at this resort. Uh, this was actually the first resort that we stayed at. Uh, we're not releasing these in the order that we did them. Yeah. We're releasing them in a different order. But uh, Beach Club was the first resort that we stayed at, and we did have a concierge uh, a concierge room at the Beach Club as well as um, a villa at. Uh, the DVC portion of of the Beach Club. And, you know, I've been talking this week about some of the, the inconsistencies in the concierge experience, um, and this was the best. Hmm. Um, greeted out front by name, escorted right upstairs, sat down to check us in, and did something I have never seen done at any of the other concierge lounges. We were offered a, a cocktail. Oh, um, it was called the, uh, was it the Captain's Punch? Um, I don't have it on here. Um, I believe it was called the, yeah, Captain's, like the Captain's Punch. They had an alcoholic version and a non-alcoholic version. It was a champagne drink. So for the non-alcoholic version, they just used like a sparkling cider. And it was extremely sweet, um, like in terms of its sugar content. But it was also extremely sweet as a very nice way yeah, to welcome you. Yeah, it's a nice way to welcome you. The service was impeccable. 
young lady that checked us in was amazing. And she was funny, too. Funny and knowledgeable. And uh, this concierge lounge has just been redone. They took, I believe it was three guest rooms uh, out of inventory, gutted them, and expanded mm. uh, this concierge lounge. So it's huge now. It, was, it had been very, very small. Um, beautiful lounge. But so that, that certainly was a great way to say hello. Um, but this is my first time taking a look at the new rooms. This just Beach Club just finished a major remodel of all the rooms. This is uh, uh, every ten years they gut the rooms completely and and do them from the ground up, basically rebuild the rooms. And uh, these rooms were so new you could still kind of smell paint. Okay, um, that's how fresh these were. And. This was another great example of the designers doing a first-class job yeah. with, with this remodel. You know what I notice about all these new rooms in the Contemporary, the Polynesian, the Beach Club? It's almost like a minimalist version of the themes that the uh, resorts are based on. So for the Polynesian, for example, it's, there's not tiki and dark wood and all that everywhere. It's those little touches and, Understated elegance. Yeah. And in the beach club, you add these little accents of this this blue and the beach wood and stuff like that. Those mother little touches. The yeah. mother of pearl inlay around the headboard of the bed just won me over. And the plaques of the rooms as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it's absolutely gorgeous. These rooms are absolutely beautiful. Very, very comfortable. Now, you actually stayed... Um, you stayed in the regular room. Will was over in the villa. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about the villa in a second. Um, but what was your impression of the room? Oh, it's, again, it's an understated elegance. Extremely impressive. Was not what I was expecting from the Beach Club because in previous years, well, and then also in comparison to the, the DV side, D, DVC side, the villas, um, it's a very different uh, feeling. One of my favorite things about this room was the number of USB outlets. That's uh, that's one thing I wanted to mention too. This Wonderful. is yeah. Um, with this new with new design, this is the only one of the resorts that we stayed at that had this. Mm-hmm. Um, there were USB plugs everywhere. I think there was eight in the one room. Yeah. Like at the bottom of lamps, um, mm-hmm. in the outlets themselves by the desk. And I'm telling you, as a mom with three kids who all come with their own phones and, you know, iPads and everything else, everything needs a USB outlet to charge these yeah. little toys and electronics we bring. Um, it's it's relief because yeah. otherwise we're often struggling for, you know, who gets the who gets electrical. To charge. Yeah, who gets to charge. Or you have to bring a power strip. I'm looking yeah. to do this yeah. at my house. Just <laughs> every single one. Yeah. <laughs> every yeah. single outlet. No, it's a, I mean, it's certainly a challenge for me when I travel, uh, and I travel quite a bit. And you know, I've got a whole, I've got a whole host of devices that need to be charged, and I know how many, you know, how many USBs I need, and I travel with enough to charge. But this was, appearance, this was fantastic. Appearance wise, I really like the contrast of the colors. You had the really soft colors contrasting with like the dark wood of the furniture um it but it was it was done really well you didn't get the feeling that it was too light and bright and you didn't get the feeling that it was too dark either it was just well i comfortable i thought it was really smart in in them doing very neutral neutral colors on the wall and the and the um the carpet kind of allowed everything else to pop yes and again carrying through that theme 
um, I, I was I was blown away by how beautiful uh, this room this room was. And again, night you know with the deluxe resorts, four hundred square feet, it's a nice size. And you know the beach club location wise, it's hard to beat because no, can't beat the location. You can just it's a very quick walk to the international gateway of Epcot in the back end of Epcot. Yeah. And it, it's it's tremendous. It's you know there's so much good stuff to talk about with with the beach club, but it is. The, I'm sorry, I was going to say it's the closest hotel to any theme park mm-hmm. uh, in terms. It's closer than like the contemporary is to Magic Kingdom. You can just walk right out the door. Right. It's, I mean, it's really close. I also wanted to confirm what you were saying about the concierge uh, desk there and the, for the club level rooms um, of all of the ones that I dealt with during the seven and seven. By far, the people at this desk were um, the most welcoming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sat with the one guy for two and a half hours, literally. And uh, if he didn't have the answer, well, he was going to call you know, the department that could give him the answer. And it was all done with this um, attitude of almost gratitude that I was giving him a chance to prove his worth to me as a concierge and being level. Pr- and also being proud of his resort. And yes, absolutely. Now, in some of the other places, it, it took a while for the concierge people to kind of warm up to me as I was speaking with them. But that was not the case uh, with the people that I dealt with here. It was from the get-go. Again, I, I just keep thinking of um, the, it was this attitude of gratitude towards me that mm-hmm. I was that they were giving me a chance to uh, that that I was giving them a chance to show them. Well, I think I think that's a, a great way to put it because that's how I felt just in general. They were very grateful that you were there. They were very happy that you were there, and they were anxious to show off. The, I think they're excited about their new lounge. They're excited about their new rooms. Um, I will say this to Disney: the Contemporary and the Beach Club. Go there, talk to the people that are managing those concierge levels. And then have them go and train everybody else at the different resorts where you have a concierge. Because that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. I was a concierge uh, at uh, Contemporary back in, uh, back in November. Uh, and again, uh, May of last year. And I was very impressed with the level of service. Um, and I was talking to someone who, you know, because I had mentioned, wow, you guys have really upped your game. Because the last time I'd stayed at Concierge at the Contemporary, I wasn't that impressed. And he looked at me and goes, yeah, there's a Four Seasons on property now. <laughs> okay. And Four Seasons is all concierge. It's not a certain level. You're, it's all concierge. And, you know, Four Seasons, that's the platinum standard. And that's what Disney has to compete with now. And I'm going to tell you something. Go take a look at the prices at the Four Seasons over at Golden Oak versus concierge rooms at the Contemporary, the Grand, the Poly, uh, the Boardwalk, Beach Club, Yacht Club, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Generally speaking, it's cheaper. So they do have to up their game because now, you know, I remember they were a little nervous when the Waldorf opened up because, again, the Waldorf is known for that level of service, although I don't know that this Waldorf has actually achieved that. But... um, so I, I'm very, very intrigued by by that. But Beach Club and Contemporary, really, in terms of service for concierge, that's where you want to be. Uh, now we did have a it was a, it was a one bedroom that we had at uh, the Beach Club, and uh, Will you stayed there? No, it was a two no, bedroom. Was, two bedroom. was it a two bedroom? Two bedroom. Yeah, yeah, it was two bedroom. Where did we have the one bedroom? 
No, I think we all had we had. No, it was a two bedroom boardwalk. Boardwalk, we had a one bedroom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Board, yeah, boardwalk was one bedroom. Never mind. Um, Will, um, what was your impression of the villa at Beach Club? Um, <clears throat> this was the room that was not my favorite. Uh, I felt like it was honestly a little outdated. Yeah. Um, you know, it felt kind of like a cheap beach hotel. I understand that's the theme we're going for, but if I went to Daytona and stayed, I, I kind of feel like... It, okay, that's a little rougher <laughs> than I would have been. Um, it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. I didn't get the feeling I got from the Lodge or the Grand or even the Poly. And it, you know, Obviously, that didn't do very good for me on the 7 and 7, but the theming was there more than the Beach Club. The location's great, but the room, not so much. See, um, I... I- I agree with you that the room was dated. These uh, the villas at Beach Club are in need of a rehab. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed with how just how beat up some of the furniture was. Mm-hmm. Um, very scratched up. Um, but in terms of you know there is a there is a warmth and a charm to these DVC villas, and so I would not go as far as cheap motel room in Daytona uh, to describe it. I think that's probably being, you know for me a little unfair. Um, but definitely in need of a rehab. Um, when, you, when you see what they do, like with a rehabbed room, I mean, and you, you put it side by side, like they're doing away with like this pattern overload. Like the carpet has a pattern, the, the yeah. couch has a pattern, everything has a pattern in these in these older rooms. And you can see with the new rooms, they were kind of smoothing out, smoothing it goes back out to a little bit. What Dustin bit. was saying yeah. about the minimalism, which yeah, I, I mean, think is and an this improvement. is just like whoa. Very spacious. I mean, I love the space. We yeah. we actually, um, my family, we stayed in uh, one of these rooms, and it was perfect. The space is wonderful, but it, it is it is in need of a. Upgrade. It is, and you know, these generally speaking, you know, I'm I've always been a big fan of of Disney Vacation Club, and I think if you vacation at Disney on a regular basis, it is absolutely worthwhile to be a part of it, just because of the availability of rooms like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that kind of size and having the full kitchen. Um, but I also tell people, um, and I, I feel I should really mention this a few more times, uh, in, in terms of if you want, you know, you can rent these as regular hotel rooms. They're expensive. Mm-hmm. A two-bedroom is going for about 800 a night, I think I paid for, for this for this room. Um, but if you go through something like David's DVC Rental, who's an advertiser on the site, where you can rent the points for this, it's significantly less money. Also on disboards.com, we have the DVC rent trade board, which is even less expensive, um, averaging about $12, uh, $12 per point to rent out. And you figure, I forgot what the point value for this was for, uh, for a night, but it wasn't, it wasn't ridiculous. Um, and you can save quite a bit of money. And like, I really suggest that at Wilderness Lodge. I really suggest doing that. Renting out the points if you're if you're not interested in, in investing the money and being a Disney Vacation Club member and owning a timeshare at Disney, uh, then using David's DVC Rentals or our Rent Trade Board. We'll have links to both of those things in the show notes page, disunplug.com, um, and uh, also in the blog that we're doing along with this. So, I, uh, you know, I I do think that these villas. You know, it needs a rehab, but outside of that, you know, they're beautiful. And, 
you know, when it gets rehabbed, hopefully it'll be something along the lines of what they've done in the rooms on the hotel side. Because that, I think, can you imagine? I love how the hot tub opens up into the master bedroom. Oh, that's that's the style for a lot of the villas. Yeah, I love, yeah, I love that. Yeah, all the all, all of the villas, all the one bedroom and two bedroom villas have uh, a nice size hot tub, uh, like the, a garden tub with jets, and then the, yeah. it has like shutters or a window mm-hmm. or something that opens up into the main bedroom, so you can watch TV from the tub. Mm-hmm. And Unless you're in the Grand Floridian mm-hmm. Villa, which the TV is in the bathroom mirror. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's like having a phone in the, <laughs> by the toilet <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah, there are certain times you should not be on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At least not with me. Um, all right, so let's talk about, uh, talk about the dining options. A um, little more limited here than at some of the other deluxe resorts. Uh, you have Cape May Cafe which is a buffet restaurant for breakfast and dinner. Uh, they, do, they, do they do lunch? I think they have like a shortened <laughs> something, because I know when we went by, they were doing a lunch thing. Well, we did have breakfast at Cape May Cafe, and I got to be honest, this was another thing that kind of won me on the beach club. It, it wasn't good. It was outstanding. Yes, it And was. we were there late in the morning, mm-hmm. so yeah. we were closing down the buffet, Normally, that's like the kiss of death at a Disney buffet because you're getting stuff that was, you know, not as fresh. Um, but everything that we ate there was fresh and delicious and creatively done. It wasn't just a lot of the same yeah. stuff you find in other buffets. I was going to say it was varied. This is my style of buffet. They yeah. had chorizo scrambled eggs, no, which if I could eat 100 pounds of that, I would be happy. Is incredible. I did want to make a correction. They don't have lunch at the at Cape uh, May. It's just breakfast just and dinner. They had something over buffet. in the corner, you know, where they had the locale stuff. When I went by the one day, they were doing something there. So, I don't know. I don't know. They don't have it. Okay. <laughs> you have it there. Jesus, say how much it was. I can't. I wish I had For the breakfast? Yeah. Uh, no, $2 signs. <laughs> it's dinner is three dollars signs. I, I remember it being reasonable. I remember it being real. I want to say it was either twenty one or twenty four person, something like that, somewhere in there. And the character interaction was great. Characters, you know, in comparison to Ohana, where there were characters, we sat there for an hour. Characters that never made it to us. We got characters like twice mm-hmm. that they came around mm-hmm. and then came around again. Who was and there? They, I forget. <laughs> Donald and they even and asked us Minnie. if we had seen Goofy the characters. Was there. Pluto. Where the other one, they didn't even ask if we'd seen everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't give I can't give high enough marks to Cape May Cafe. Now, when you guys had dinner there, it was not quite the same experience for dinner. I, I would say it was nothing even close. I mean, one of I, I don't have the highest regards for the beach club, but that's because I can't go there a lot with. Kylie being deathly allergic to shellfish, even at breakfast, you could still smell the seafood buffet in that same Cape May Cafe area because that's what it turns into at night. And as a person who likes cheap, bad seafood, Cape May Cafe buffet was perfect. (laughs) I mean, I think Corey and I were going at each other trying to see who could eat more. Of course, he won, but uh, at the end of the day, I can't walk through there on a normal day with my fiance because she would die. So just from literally the fumes yeah. alone, yeah. it stinks up that entire it half is. of that building. Yeah. And as somebody who as somebody who does not eat seafood and does not care for the smell of seafood, um, wow, yeah, it's pretty pungent at night. Um, 
I also see, according to the Diz, they've changed the way they do the crab legs, where when we were there, you could just go up and get as many as you want. Yeah. Now they come to the table and they bring you a bucket. What? I like to some, pick the ones I want. Yeah, well, no. They just bring you a bucket, and when you finish that bucket, you can ask for another bucket. But it's bucket. still limitless buckets. N- yeah. No, they were saying that it, it seems to get slower. They're trying to pace oh. you and because a lot of people were getting a lot of crab and then not eating it. So they're trying to cut down on but that's because they weren't serving high-quality crab legs where you couldn't get nice big chunks of meat out of it. I mean, that's what Corey and I were doing. We were grabbing a full set of five crab legs. And, you know, if you get one actual leg that has meat in it, that was a success. The rest was just wasn't getting overcooked, all of your right? just stuck. You couldn't even get anything yeah. out of it. You, it was like doing surgery pretty much on <laughs> I these. didn't enjoy dinner there as much, but I was trying to to eat from the special diet mm-hmm. perspective of a vegetarian and it was much more limited for dinner whereas at breakfast I I was very happy. I felt like there was plenty for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I really enjoyed the breakfast. Uh that particular night John, Kevin, Dustin and I went to Beaches and Cream for dinner, which is the other table service restaurant. And we're going to be doing a review of that later, um, but I'll, I'll give you the, the Cliff Notes version. It wasn't very good. Hmm. It really wasn't. It was really disappointing. Which is sad. Um, it yeah. was. Um, but those are the only two table service available uh, at the Beach Club. Counter service, you also have Beaches and Cream. There's a, a pickup window. Um, Hurricane Hannah's, which is uh, out at the pool. I got to be honest, of all the quick service that we had on this trip, that was the worst. Um, I thought it's apparently whatever's being done at other quick service locations around uh, around property. Uh, this was the land that time forgot, um, <laughs> and uh, not very good. And this this that's in need of a complete overhaul. Yeah. Um, but then you have the Beach Club Marketplace, which is uh, you know all DBC resorts have a grocery uh, area in the store. Um, this one also has, you know, they make sandwiches and pastries and things in Flat the morning. Breads. Flatbreads. Um, they had a great, because before we started this, you said find one thing at each resort that you liked. They have an awesome coconut bar. It's really? On the snack credits. Oh. oh. I've actually gone over there since. Just for and that, bought a, and bought a couple of them. Is that to like a have candy them. thing, or it was one of the snack <clears throat> choices around the the side of the the counter there? Oh, that um, really really good. Yeah, I um I, I think this is one of the better uh, DVC shops, um, grocery shops mm-hmm. on property, um, in 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 particular because of that. That service counter that they have where they're, like I said, they're making sandwiches and things like mm-hmm. flatbreads, things like that. Now, see, that's what Wilderness Lodge needs is yeah. something like that. Well, they have Roaring Forks. No. <laughs> she doesn't like Roaring Forks. I think Roaring Forks was good. Um, but, uh, of course, also next door at the Yacht Club, you have the Yachtsman. But we'll talk about that when we get to the, the Yacht Club. Um, Will, what did you think uh, food-wise at the Beach Club? Uh I enjoyed uh, both meals at Cape May. Uh, I thought the breakfast was great. The grab your own, you know, as much as you want style buffet. I like that. Um, and I enjoyed dinner. I'm not a seafood guy, and I still enjoyed the seafood buffet. They had some good beef and chicken and um, some other options. So, yeah, the food was good. Okay. Now, talking about um, 
you know, we were in our Grand Floridian segment, we were talking about how uh, the parents at the table and the grandparents at the table uh, wouldn't necessarily take their kids to the Grand Floridian um, just because of the atmosphere and, and things like that. I'm guessing that's probably a little different when we talk about the beach club. Drastically. I mean, there's just children running around all over the place here, and um, it's very casual. It's very laid back. This is also a resort that has a children's activity center, the Sandcastle Club, which uh, my children have stayed there, enjoyed their time there very much. It's not as heavily themed as some of the other ones, but they still have the basic activities and obviously superior supervision. Um, So there's – and then the pool (laughs) – I mean, you can't overlook that. It's its own a small water park. It is. Which children, you know, love it. It's You can build sand castles, and the, they've got the sand in the bottom of the pool. Well, this is, a, this is the largest sand bottom pool uh, in the United States. Uh, and it, it, it's also a lazy river, and it's got it's some great little hot tubs nestled in to some fantastic areas. Fantastic water slide. Fantastic water slide when it's open. Um, <laughs> And again, this is one of my only complaints here is that this pool seems to be constantly under rehab. Um, And parts of it were under rehab when we were there. Um, And the, you know, it it seems like it's just constantly being something's wrong with this pool. When we stayed there for the fam, I couldn't wait to go into that pool because I had heard so much about it. That's the pool that everybody tries to go to. I came away underwhelmed. I, really? You know. Well, then you're hard to please. <laughs> no, that's an well, amazing pool. Okay, maybe maybe because when we were there, there were a lot of children who were not being watched by their parents. Well, that is ill-behaved. true, and that would be the difference that we were talking about. It's much more of a relaxed atmosphere where parents probably do feel more inclined to let their kids be kids it's like they forgot that they had kids i'm not condoning it but i'm just saying that would the the atmosphere of the resort lends itself to that a bit more oh oh it does it's just i don't know i and just to let people know um this pool is shared by the by the yacht club and it is specifically and strictly for guests of the beach and yacht club and you are going to have your magic band scanned going into the pool and they're pretty particular mm-hmm. about it yeah. um, because there was, you know, years ago, um, you know, that was one of the big things on the boards was pool hopping. People yes. that were staying at the All-Stars that wanted to come over <laughs> and be at the and, – and, and at one point Disney allowed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what was happening is people that were staying at the Yacht and Beach Club couldn't get, mm-hmm. a, couldn't get a, a lounge chair because it was being taken up by everybody else. So they had to really, you know – not only that, but they quit, al- they quit allowing the pool hopping between um, DVC members. Yeah. Um, one of the perks of a DVC member is you're able to go to any of the DVC pools, but it was not the case with Storm, Storm Along Bay. Right. You had to be staying there if you wanted to exactly. go there. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but it is, the hands down, the most popular pool on property, oh, and yeah. with good mm-hmm. reason. Um, I think, personally, the second, second best is over the Swan Dolphin. That pool is incredible beautiful pool area over the Swan Dolphin. Um, this does have one of the larger arcades on property for kids. Uh, it's an actually pretty cool arcade. Yeah. My favorite arcade on property is still the Contemporary. Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, this one also has uh, a pretty a pretty decent yeah. arcade. Uh, your kids can get lost in there for, for a while, and that's attached to uh, Beaches and Cream. 
Uh, you can walk yeah. actually in and out of beaches and cream from the arcade. Um, Talking so- about walking, this resort is extremely spread out, I feel like. I always, maybe it's just me, but I always feel like I have to take some sort of journey to get anywhere, whether it be to eat or to go to the pool or to go to the lobby, wherever it is. It is a bit spread like out. It is a lot of walking. <laughs> but I, you know, one of the reasons I, I, I like this area, this Crescent Lake area, is because you can walk around Crescent Lake. True. You know, after a meal at the Flying Fish or the Yachtsman, you know, taking that taking that walk around the lake. Um, also, you know, uh, I'm into night photography, and this is a great area to do night shots. I got some amazing, amazing pictures, some of the best I've ever taken. That's not saying a lot because I'm not a phenomenal photographer, but I'm getting better. Um, but I will warn you, <laughs> if you're going around Disney resorts with a tripod and a nice camera, be expected to be thought a terrorist. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we had a couple of run-ins there. Uh, and I understand they have to be careful with security. But, you know, it's it's not illegal to own a nice camera. Yeah. But if you own a nice camera at Disney, uh, you're going to be questioned. So be prepared for that. Yeah. Bring your iPad. Overall, <laughs> overall grade um, on the Beach Club. Um, this, is, this is a surprise to me that I'm going to give it this grade. I'm going to give it a nine. Um, the service was fantastic. The concierge level was amazing. Um, um, uh, I probably should knock something off a little more for the condition of the villa. But I was so impressed with the redesign of these rooms um, that, uh, uh, that that's a lot of it. The service and the room is what's driving that, that grade for me. Um, I actually want to go back and stay there. And I've never said that about the beach club. Um, hmm. And when, when the time comes that they renovate those villa rooms, I think that's going to be, um, uh, that's going to be a game changer for me uh, there. I would absolutely stay in those villa rooms and I highly recommend them. I would wait till they get rehabbed unless you go in knowing that. Or you find a really good deal, <laughs> you find a really good price on them. But uh, yeah, I'm going to say Beach Club turned me around. They did a great job. They did a great job with that rehab. Corey, what did you think? Um, I, I'll agree on the nine. I, I'm not much of a fan on their dining options there, but you have plenty of options around you in walking distance. And the proximity to Epcot alone, um, I give it high marks. I mean, even more than the boardwalk. I mean, I, I love the proximity. The, the pool... The arcade, as a you know, for families, it's wonderful. So nine. Kathy, I'm still not, still not convinced. I've been stayed there twice. Um, my favorite memory is laying in bed, and we had a room that last building before you start down the sidewalk, and we could hear illuminations playing, and to be laying in my bed and hearing the music and looking out, and I could see the fireworks. That was priceless. Would I stay there on my own dime? Probably not. Okay. Well, I'm probably going to give it like a six or seven. Um, it's not a place I would probably pick to stay on my own dime. Now, once they rehab the rooms, I think it might be a lot better for me. But location, location is um, why I scored it so high. It's just an unbeatable spot. So, yeah. All right, Craig. 
I'm probably at a six and a half or seven for the location being so close to Epcot for beaches and cream, even though you guys had a bad experience. I mean, I could eat the No Way Jose, the peanut butter, banana Oof. ice cream there any day Whoa. of the week. And then the pool is just is there's some things that set it up and then the room conditions those kind of take it back down but they have bread know. pudding flavored ice cream as well Corey. <laughs> well i mean i'm understand that you know i think a good percentage the vast majority of the people listening and watching are not dvc members um and i'm kind of going on that now if i'm going to factor it if i'm going to factor in the villa yeah i'm going to knock a, a point point and a half off of it but um, you know, I I'm gonna t- I personally I I'm sorry I think they I think they did they they knocked it out of the park with uh, with that room design. So well, that's nice to hear though. You, you're you're like- wrong. <laughs> I also didn't see the standard room. I only saw the oh, DVC. So you didn't come up. You didn't. Oh, you, you didn't no, I didn't. Up. I was okay. running around was like a chicken. Yeah, and I didn't get a chance to see uh, the other room either. So. Oh. Well, they don't. We don't. We don't. We don't let the unwashed up onto the concierge floor. So. Jenny Lynn, how about you? I'm going with an eight. Um, I can't rate it higher than the Wilderness Lodge, which I gave an eight, because the Wilderness Lodge just has so much more appeal than this resort for me. Um, this one, I, like I said, I'm not a fan of how spread out it is. I'm not inclined to enjoy the cuisine of this place either. However, um, whoever it was that said location, you can't beat it. You're, you're walking distance from Epcot, a boat ride away from, you know, Hollywood Studios. You're right there by the boardwalk, which is an entertainment venue all on its own in the evenings. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's big points with, with me. So, again, I'm not – this resort in terms of uh, theming and atmosphere, it doesn't rate really high for me. But, you know, the, the placement of it is what gets it. Okay. Dustin. Yeah, for me, it's somewhere between a seven and an eight. And the good marks that I give it are definitely the upgraded standard rooms. And the staff is great. And um, the location is great. My problem with both the beach and the yacht club is that I feel like they could not stand on their own without each other. I feel like Hmm. that Hmm. if I was staying at the beach club for a week... I would be spending a lot more time in Cruise Cup Lounge at Yacht Club or eating at the Yachtsman Steakhouse and vice versa from the Yacht Club. And we'll talk about it more. There's other things that I'd rather do at the Beach Club that they offer that the Yacht Club doesn't have. And in terms of any kind of nightlife or anything like that, you do have to head over to the boardwalk. Oh, and that's completely. A, yeah. And that's great that it's in that location. But I feel like if you s- uh, separated this out from where it is, I don't know that I could say it would stand on its own. It's a very interesting. You mean you point. don't want to go to Martha's graveyard <laughs> well, and, 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 and party it up? <laughs> piggybacking on what he's, he's saying, though, but that makes if you're looking at it that way, that makes the resort even more spread out. You know, yeah. if you're going to be trying to uh, grab from the amenities over yeah. at Yacht Club. Right. I still True. I still like it, and I love the new rooms. But that's my take on it. Okay. Well, we'll let you have the last word. <laughs> All right. That is going to do it for this episode. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Uh, we'll be focusing on the sister resort to the beach club, the Yacht Club. So tune in for that. Thanks for being with us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed it. And have a great day. I can't say week. And stay out of the damn lights. I had to work on my closings. (laughs) 